Hello and welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe or ever listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. I am so excited to share that this episode is brought to you by our friends at Motto. Motto is the new no-nonsense hookup app for gay and queer people. Hookup apps have become a staple in queer culture, but they also come with bullshit. Headless torsos, blank profiles, catfishing, and endless scrolling of the grid for hours. We've all been there. No more headless torsos. Your body is looking good, but we think bodies with faces are even sexier. Every photo on Motto has a face. No exceptions. Get Motto today by going to tinyurl.com slash mottoblocktalk or visit the link in my link tree. Motto, gayer and queer hookups without the nonsense. And as always, follow me on Instagram and TikTok at michaelblocktalk, on Twitter at blocktalknyc, and visit theaterthenow.com for its news and reviews and interviews. This Barbie is ready to party. It's time for the Pop 5 Weekly Wrap-Up. If a headline was made, then it's fair game for Shade. And joining me back again is Zalika. How are you? You can touch. You can play. You can say I'm always yours. Unfortunately, that's not how things work if you're uh, writing the Little Mermaid uh, update. Oh, yeah. No. Like consent. Come on, consent. Uh, we'll get to it, but um, wow, the world is a fucked up place, isn't it? It's a little bit of a dumpster fire, but it's our dumpster yeah. fire. Well, friends, the dumpster fire is out there, but take take some time, listen to the podcast, enjoy us say stupid shit. Um, we're here to have fun and remind you that there is some joy in the world. So we'll be taking five pop culture topics, headline stories, and rather than the usual rapid fire, we're going to break them apart and share our thoughts. There are lots of things happening in a given week, so some of your favorite moments might not be included. But if you want us to discuss something, reach out, DM me at MichaelBlockTalk on Instagram. No promises. Shall we just dive right into our first topic? Let's dive right in. It's monsoon season once again. This time she'll be taking a ride in the TARDIS. After completing a record-breaking run as Matron Mama Morton in Chicago on Broadway, two-time Drag Race winner Jinx Monsoon will be traveling through time and space with the Doctor as she has been cast in a major role in Doctor Who. While no official announcement of what the role is, I speculate that she will be the regeneration of the Master. Lost, I will be doing a Drag Race fan's guide to Doctor Who for y'all because I know we're going to have some new Whovians joining our little uh, fandom. But showrunner Russell C. Davis is back with the franchise after departing following David Tennant's first tenure as he too will be back for the 60th anniversary special before handing over the reins to the 15th Doctor played by Shuti Gatwa, who we'll talk about later in this podcast as well. This will be the queerest iteration of the series as Neil Patrick Harris is set to appear, as well as Jasmine Finney and newly announced Pete McHale, uh, who was announced with uh, Jinx Monsoon, but no one is talking about him. Anyway, are you excited for Jinx on Doctor Who? Um, anything, anything drag related, I'm always excited for, even if it's something I don't care about. Like, no offense to the Whovians, I dated a Whovian, so I have the respect for it. I understand how culty following it is. Um, no, but I'm really excited. Anytime a drag queen does anything, I'm to all for it. Because I'm like, that is 
it's sounds dumb, but that's like, what does it call it when job security? That's job security for every drag queen because like, it's more visibility. It's great, and also mm-hmm. the fact that this is the queerest season ever. I'm like, at least it, it shows that the other countries are getting it right, which also gives me a little bit more hope. Um, yeah, it's really interesting though. Um, there are a lot, a lot of rue girls of British identity um, who do not get cast, which is a little shocking. Uh, Tia Coffey does not seem too happy that she was not cast, um, as she literally spent her entire DragCon weekend in the UK doing three different Doctor Who looks, as well as having the TARDIS as her booth. Um, so shocking that it is American uh, taking on the role. With that being said, as you said, visibility, it's important. It matters. Yeah, and also the credentials. I mean, Jinx Monsoon's acting career is crazy. He and Coffee couldn't even win her own season, so get well, over it. Hey, maybe there's a second <laughs> chance in the future. Dun, dun, dun. Um, now, I am a theater person so when everyone's like oh my god jinx in chicago all these uh, newfound theater people popped up oh my god i'm gonna go see chicago when it's probably like their first broadway show whatever that's fine that, that, that's that's cool it's, again visibility it's important we got packed houses are we gonna have a lot of people claim they're doctor who fans now that jinx is in this fucking show am i gonna have to share my special show with people i mean to echo what you just said the whole Broadway thing. I'm happy she at least was in a Broadway musical that is like a Broadway musical because you know how a lot of Broadway is now more about the spectacle and less about like the feeling of being in a black box theater and you having to use your imagination. So that meant at least it was grateful that it was Chicago and I had a chance to see it. It was amazing. Um, but that being said, yeah, I think we're going to get a lot of the new girl, the new drag race kids who are going to be very like, Oh my god! I don't even heard this show about Doctor Who. It's so it right now. Like it's gonna that's gonna mm-hmm. happen, and I'm sorry for you in advance. I'm like that's and that's why I'm I came ahead of it. I was like I'm going to do a special so y'all can mm-hmm. catch up with me. So at least you can learn the lore because I know all of y'all are not gonna watch the new series from the beginning. It's it's it, that that takes a commitment because um, it's been on for yeah. almost twenty years now. Um, so I get it, but. I just, it's my special thing. I want, it's its mine. Just um, wait till they do reality show Survivor and they have a drag race girl on Survivor and then you're really fucked. Oh, girl, it's going to happen. Um, <laughs> now, that going back to the, the Chicago Broadway thing, Jinx was not the first Rue girl on Broadway. We do have to acknowledge that yeah, no, was Peppermint. on Broadway. Yeah. And that's what I think that's what you're alluding to is Peppermint just wasn't in a big musical the way that um, Chicago was. Yeah. But like, um, I don't know. Yeah, it, it, it happens with a lot of things. Like, I don't know. I mean, I, I, it's just also the timing, I guess, because Jinx literally just won both seat, like the, her second season sure. and was like, and now I'm on Broadway, so. Um, listen, y'all can share the fun of Doctor Who with me, but I am the head bitch supreme when it comes to Doctor Who. Um, myself and Ritzy Bits, we, we've been there for a very long time. Um, so respect our show. Don't don't claim it. Respect it. Who yeah. else would you like you, to see travel with the Doctor? I love that you just said two American people. 
are the head yes. bitches of a British television Fine. show. Fine. Um, Harry McCarthy, yeah. you get thrown in there too. You're British. You, you love the show too. Um, who else well, should the, be traveling with the doctor? Um, I'm guessing uh, Tia Coffee would love it. <laughs> I guess she I'm wants sure. to. Apparently. Tia Coffee would love it. <laughs> um, River Medway would love to do it. The Vivian would obviously be a good choice because she just came off with a skating ice show. Mm-hmm. But what enough about, about her drug Michelle addiction. Michelle Visage. Mm-hmm. The act. British people love her more than the Americans do. Yeah, but did yeah, but she can't act. <gasps> sure. Just like RuPaul now, can't act. Do as you say, not as to, you do. To, to, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Doctor Who's not the the not not Shakespeare. Um, it's campy. So I think oh, Michelle Visage is in the right role. Um, I mean, hell, we, we had an entire uh, episode where one of the characters was dancing to Ross Boutine. It, it's crazy uh, shit. Uh, um, uh, but again, friends, if you are interested in learning about Doctor Who, I am more than happy to teach you. Um, but I will say if you become a Whovian, you do have to place claim on who your favorite doctor is. Like, it is a rule. You have to have a favorite doctor. Mm. I'm Mine... My money's on the gay one or the female one? No! It's always David Tennant. He is the best doctor ever. That's why they brought her back again. So, wow. I, so I love David Tennant. I love Doctor Who. I'm so excited! Um, do you know how I found out about this casting? How did you find out about this casting? My ex-girlfriend messaged me. Aww. It was very I sweet. Saved, I thought you I was like, wait. I was like, is this? It's not. It's not April Fools. This is real. <laughs> so, congratulations, Aww. Jinx Monsoon. Um, I think you're probably way too famous to ever come on this podcast. Um, so you never know. If you want to talk Doctor Who, I'd love to talk Doctor Who with you in Chicago and all the fun things you've done. Um, I love mm-hmm. you, Jinx Monsoon. You're still one of my favorites of all time. Same. All right, let's move on. Best known for getting his ass eaten on screen, Lucas Gage is about to eat some wedding cake as he announced his engagement to celebrity hairstylist Chris Appleton. Oh, and we kind of just like found out they were a couple like a fucking week ago. After making their red carpet debut only a mere month ago, friends of the couple are shocked at how quick the engagement came, though they say it's the real deal. Are you happy for the couple or jealous like me because I thought I'd have a shot at Lucas Cage? Um, I genuinely don't know who either of them are. Did you not watch White Lotus season one? No. Did you not watch the last season of the last recent season of you? Okay. Well, he's he's a little twink. in In the state of the world is right now. Having another gay couple on a red carpet um, brings joy. So, yeah, um, you can tell the power dynamic in this couple. Like, even if Lucas Cage did not want to come out as a couple, Chris Appleton was like, "No, child, I will dictate how we are pre- uh, presented in the world." He's like, "I want a ring on this finger. I thank you so much." Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like at some point now we're going to learn how long they have been together because that's been the real question mark is like there's been speculation for the past couple m- months mm-hmm. but again it's a very difficult tricky road to be an out actor in Hollywood especially as you're trying to find your footing 
he has had a plethora of roles that have speculated his sexuality in addition to playing straight. Do you think this will have any bearing on his career or do you think his star quality is just not strong enough yet to hurt it? I mean, it's one of those things where Hollywood is very hit or miss. Like, it's either you come out and, like, that's your whole personality and, like, that's everything you do or it's, like, you, like, low-key come out and then you're just like, okay, back to work. So I think it's really up to him and, like, what roles he garners after that, like, because, again, I haven't seen White Lotus, so I can't confirm or deny if I like their acting or I'm, I'm sure they're doing great because they have another Netflix. You on Netflix is great. So I would gather that it is all in the air for now. And it just depends on how they, like, continue. Because, like, to my, it's, a, it's different now than it was, like, five to ten years ago. Like, if you came out, it was like, okay, now you're typecasted as gay. That's all you can do. That's all you're good for. Or if you don't come out, great, just stay in the closet and you can get the straight heroic roles or whatever. So it just, it really just all depends on like how they continue to like be in the public eye and like just can, like just, it it, it all depends. It can go either way, I think. There are a lot of young actors in Hollywood who are up and coming, who have. Mm -hmm dabbled in discussing their sexuality but a lot of their roles on screen to this point have been straight i know a couple of them prior to them getting their roles on screen i'm not going to say anything about it because it's their journey their moment to discuss but there does seem to be a, a, a allowance of allowing a younger generation to find themselves while still maintaining their acting that being said, if you're in a big role off the bat um, playing a queer character, you are immediately t- assumed to be gay. But if you yeah, play like it the other Connor. way around, exactly. So it's, it's a really tricky thing where, again, Lucas Gage did this scene in White Lotus, which we're going to discuss in a second. Um, and everyone immediately was like, oh, my God, he's he, he you have to be gay to do this scene. Uh, clearly, it's true. Um, mm. Why have you not watched White Lotus? What's wrong? Um, because I am a betting drag queen who needs to focus on the pop culture things going on in the world right now that don't have to do with the White Lotus. And also, it was one of those things where it was like, when it like I don't get me wrong, I'm a the Jennifer Coolidge tan. I love her so much. I do her impersonation like every day, like off the bat. However, the minute I started seeing drag queens do the all claiming that they originally are the first one to lip sync it i was like i'm good it's when things get that too hype that like even like when squid games like when we started doing the squid games mixes i was like okay i'm gonna watch squid games in a couple months now because like if it's oversaturated i like i don't want to sound like a like an asshole but i like to like form my own opinion on things so when people are really hyped about something i'm kind of like i could wait well you you've waited enough time to go back to season one it's been over a year Mm, no, they're on season three, right? They're about to film season three, and the rumor has that they're going to Thailand. Ooh, I know. Um, and going back to what we, we mentioned it before, Survivor. If you didn't know, the show is um, written by former Survivor Mike White. Really? Yeah, and he brought mm. two of his fellow castaways to be uh, extras on season two. That's what's up. I hope he brings some others for season three or just bring me. I'll go to Thailand. I've never been. It sounds like a fun place. Bring, bring Boston Rob. Bring Boston Rob. 
Um, do you know who I'm going to get to meet in at the beginning of May? Who? Johnny Fairplay and Sandra Diaz Twine. I love Johnny Fairplay. I'm just very, very excited. Um, and friends, if you do like Survivor, I do cover Survivor. Um, I did get to meet some of the cast from this current season two weeks ago, including my future boyfriend, Carson. Um, adorable picture on my Instagram. Go look. Um, he gave me um, two purple heart emojis, so he is gay. Um, That's I mean, assumptioning. It's very assumptioning, but come on. Look at the photo. Purple is just, so no. Purple oh, it's his tribe. I know I did it. I know I did it. Um, okay. I just, he's so cute. He's so adorable. Um, and he gives good hugs. I'll, t- I'll tell everyone that. He gives good hugs. Listen, um, whatever helps G- you jerk off at night. Yeah, Lucas Gage, Chris <laughs> Appleton, congrats on your engagement. Um, before we move on to this next topic, how fast is it for it to be too fast to be engaged? Okay, so this is something that I thought a lot about because um, I am a hopeless romantic at heart. I know I am a snarky little cunt, but I am a hopeless romantic. Um, I personally think that it is no one's job to judge that. Like, it is no one, there is no like ethical or realistic answer to the question. However, as myself, I don't think like shorter than a month is crazy. Anything shorter than a month is crazy. Anything more than a month, because my parents, I think they got engaged after two months and they've been together for like 20 something years. Have they had their up and down? Yeah, any married couple, but like, I, it's, if it's any less than a month, because you can't like, it's because um, there's a real study that it says it's 26 days to, to break or start a habit. So if you don't know anyone less than a month, you haven't have formed a habits with them. So if you haven't formed habits with them, how the fuck do you know that? You know what I mean? I no, I completely agree. Now I want mm-hmm. I want to dissect this a little further. Now, when mm-hmm. you say a month, does that mean mm-hmm. 30 days together or 30 days physically being around each other? I would say like at least 30 days of physically being around like in the same right. house. I, I agree like that because old, that's the yeah. that's the killer is you you get engaged, mm-hmm. you're gonna move in together eventually. If you can't work together in a household situation, it's not gonna fly. Yeah, because there was a, a someone I lived with once who I was friends with for years, not years, maybe like two years at the point, and I didn't realize that there were certain like I knew they didn't eat meat, but I didn't realize like oh certain certain food can be on certain plates or like that they had a certain hair care schedule like and I'm not talking shit about them. They're Peter. They're mm-hmm. I work with them. I love them. They're one of my like I would trust them with my life. But it was interesting seeing them from a work schedule versus a life schedule. And I was like, two different people. Did that like fuck with my, uh, like, I obviously still love them. Like, it didn't fuck with how I view them. It didn't anything. But like, if that's on a friend level, I can only imagine on like a romantic level how the mm-hmm. stra- like drastic differences. You got to coexist. And a good coexistence means a good marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally need some time to know that they're the one that being mm-hmm. said at my current age, um, I think I would do it after a month because I'm so fucking desperate. I would do it like after six months, but like, I, I know there's no love. way left in a month. I want love. Mm. One day. One day. Wait, right. oh my God. Get you, we get you a reality show from Twink to Twinkle. Listen, World of Wonder, let's just do it. I mean, you give Vanjie uh, 24 hours of love. I'll do 24 hours of Twinks. 24 hours of Twinks, oh my God. <laughs> and it's filmed in a Twinkie factory. 
There it is. Uh, Carson, get your audition tape in. I love that. All right, let's move on uh, to kind of serious conversation here. TikTok star Dylan Mulvaney is making country conservatives pissed simply for existing in an ad campaign. After launching an ad campaign for Anheuser-Busch's Easy Carry contest, trans TikTok star Dylan Mulvaney has gotten people's panties in a bunch, and we haven't even touched on the Nike ad yet. Country star Travis Tritt has called for the boycott of Bud Light. John Rich claims he will no longer serve the beer at his bar Redneck Riviera in Nashville. And Kid Rock took an AR-15 to a case of the beer to escalate the issue and also remind us, no one needs a fucking gun. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Tritt also caught wind of a two-year-old ad campaign from Jack Daniels featuring Drag Queen, so he's boycotting that too. Meanwhile... Mulvaney has also been featured in a Nike bra campaign to which actual transhuman Caitlyn Jenner has called the ad too woke. Clearly, the <laughs> bitch is jealous for being It should be noted that Mulvaney has appeared in ad campaigns for brands like Ulta, Instacart, and Kate Spade. What is the harm that these conservatives feel that this is attack on them? Why is there such fucking outrage? I just want to point out, I think that's the funniest thing I've heard all morning is someone to refer, refer to Caitlyn Jenner. Actual transhuman Caitlyn Jenner. Like, that's not what I think of Caitlyn Jenner. You know what I mean? Like, you'd be like, oh, sports. Right. It's funny to hear. Like, it's, they're a piece of shit. Um, but that's you know, the truth. And that's, and that's, the, yeah. that's the part that really is the, is, is the big the problem here. Yeah. You, you, you have to be it's an advocate. It's all about ladder. visibility. If you are so fucking pissed off about the wokeness then you're not actually an advocate and and i'm not saying it's strip away the title but come no. on it's pulling up the ladder behind you it's mm-hmm. disgusting but um if you go to kid rock's instagram on their ar the rifle pose i have a full thread of me just fighting with people kid rock fans because like it's actually very cathartic because none of them have brain cells because they're kid rock fans um so all of the arguments have been very like you're a mental disorder, you're sick, you're this. And I'm literally like using Bible quotes and I'm like actually like use like what they're saying against them. It's very therapeutic, highly recommend. Um, But yeah, I just, it's so Kid Rock spent money on Butt Light Beer just to shoot it. That's dumb as fuck. Um, The idea of that a trans person can't be a spokesperson for any random object is fucked because we live in a consumer society. So what, like, what are you doing with your lives? Um, I just, I am at the point where it's like, as someone who is non-binary and works, and like even yesterday, I took the train for the first time, I want to say, and at least since the pandemic, not since the pandemic, maybe it's since like the first month or two after the pandemic was like a little calm down. Um, I took the train in full drag and it was one of the most uncomfortable experiences because of like what the world's going on right now. And it was like weird because I've done it for like most of my life. And I was just like, it is so fucking wild that I am sitting on the L train right now. And I'm scared because people are afraid of people like me saying they drink Bud Light. That's fucking wild. I mean, like you can make jokes that like looking at what uh, Dylan's wearing in this little ad um, Mm -hmm. is not what a Bud Light drinker usually would look like um i mean no bud light's gay as fuck no one straight drinks bud light 
like she looks like she should be drinking some wine, uh, some sparkling rosé. Uh, regardless, it doesn't matter. It shouldn't matter. Do more companies need to step up and start spotlighting queer figures? Because yes, visibility is important. Yeah. I mean, I but think at it's the same important. time you have to not just say, yeah, here's your spotlight, but you got to be an ally as a company. Mm-hmm. No, I think it's very important. Um, the thing that is a little disheartening to me is I have checked Bud Light's Instagram recently and it's, there's no, nothing queer. Yeah. So like, um, from an ad and marketing standpoint, we know why Dylan Mulvaney would be a great person because she mm-hmm. has so many followers. So many so followers. That's how they're going. The but you cannot disassociate who Dylan Mulvaney is mm-hmm. um, and, and what they stand for. So, mm-hmm. yes, but like Anheuser Busch got to do a little better um, and keep pushing this. But who cares if these country singers and Kid Rock don't want to have Bud Light anymore? Who cares? You go boycott that, they're going to do just fine without you. Chelsea Ballerini cared. She did her whole performance. Well, let's let's talk about that right now. Um, because that mm-hmm. wasn't a topic this week, but it was a major moment. Kelsey Ballerini mm-hmm. had um four drag race girls on the CMT awards, and people fucking freaked out. And I what was I think what was genius was she made sure that each drag queen was in a respectable Southern Belle dress mm-hmm. and she and she tear away and she was in the bathing suit and she was yep. like was good i'm the sex i'm the sexual object on stage and, and the song she sang it, she mm-hmm. is standing by us and it's mm-hmm. great and it's amazing and and she's not alone obviously i've discussed how i went to the love rising concert in nashville obviously mm-hmm. maren morris is another voice who has been very very advocate uh friendly i mean she literally another topic uh was at the uh courthouse in nashville um protesting um gun rights the other day like she's literally on the ground um and that's the thing about country music that we have to realize is this new female-led progressive style of music and country music they have a voice too and if you Mm -hmm. are so pissed off about political views and quote-unquote wokeness then don't listen to their music. That's your prerogative. But the, to lump all country music into one thing and say you have to be this beer chugging, truck driving, grow cha cha, no, it's not going to fly anymore. Um, I can proudly say I did not go to Redneck Riviera or Kid Rock's stupid place when I went to Nashville. Um, I went to places that actually support the queer community. Hmm. God bless the queers. Um, so yeah, just a reminder, big, big companies, Pride season is coming, and Pride season may have some some major issues with certain states like Florida. Um, put your money where your mouth is. If you really are an ally, don't change just your um, logos to have the Pride flag on it. Actually do something and speak out. Yeah, and also... Um, I, I think something that is a positive light to shed a light on is though, is that Bud Light is doing this campaign thing and it's not prize season. So that's Correct. at least Correct. more queer representation year round and not just during prize season. There it is. All right. Another uh, slightly controversial topic. 
Prince Eric is no longer going to force himself on Ariel as composer Alan Menken has changed lyrics to some of his songs in the upcoming remake of The Little Mermaid. Menken says that there are lyrics people have gotten sensitive about in songs like Kiss the Girl as well as in Poor Unfortunate Souls that he has found himself needing to adjust. What these new lyrics are? Well, we're going to have to wait until the movie drops on May 26th. Um, What are your thoughts on changing these songs do you think they would have been changed had this movie not been in the works um no i mean because even the little mermaid was on broadway and they didn't change it so like i don't i think i i think it's a situation of they're committing to it not being the original you know what i mean like it's like a sure this is an adaptation that is much more progressive. I also wouldn't be shocked if they put some, like made one of the characters queer, like in like, not like in a direct way, but in like a, oh my God, did you see that? Like it's a obvious, gay it's not fish? obvious. Yeah, yeah get, serve us some gay fish mama or <laughs> trans fish. Give us a trans fish. Trans fish. Um, but, um, yeah, no, I, I think honestly, if it, I think they're trying to like, it was, if they had not, and I don't mean that I, I wouldn't have wanted this, but if they casted, some white girl to be Ariel they would have just done it as original called it whatever but because they're leaning into this is their own independent adaption they're just going full ham on making it its own original thing I'm very on the bubble on this one because the movie came out like when I was a child like this was my Mm -hmm. childhood Little Mermaid is my childhood I'm a huge Disney person I was going to say, this is a conversation between two Disney gays, so anything you said is the safe space. It's it's something that I've never took as a problem, because mm-hmm. it, it just didn't... It, it was a Disney cartoon. The lyrics were what they're about. The song wasn't overtly nasty or rude or, or bad at the time. Mm-hmm. You, you learn it, you sing it. Those are the lyrics. No one had a problem yeah. with it. Yeah, and also, doing, doing yeah. the lyrical um, uh, interpretation of it and learning more about it. Okay, the storytelling could be something different, but I think if you direct it a certain way, it still doesn't have to be not giving consent. That being said, I understand where we're coming from. When they um, in Disneyland brought us the new uh, Snow White ride, people were freaking out that um, the prince is kissing um, a passed out Snow White. And I was like, but that's the story. Mm-hmm. You can't change that story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are I mean, we being I, too sensitive? No, I, I will say that I personally think that kiss the girl is not that like when we had the riots about baby it's cold outside yeah baby it's cold outside it's creepy as fuck but kiss the girl is much just more like for a guy not a guy's point of view because obviously it's sebastian but right if you're if you have your disney doctorate um no i just think like if i were to listen to kiss the girl by itself without context it's very like oh it's someone who has a crush and is gaining like this the like urge to like try to hit on them or try to yes. talk to them and that's not creepy and that's not overbearing whatever um i think it's just because it's live action so it's like air quote real people they just want to like avoid like avoid certain things you know what i mean 
but like I do also I would I think from a comedian standpoint I think the world is definitely too sensitive right now and it's like fine everyone has their own experience around back like I get it so like we all have different paths but um Matt Rife just came out with a comedy special and he said it himself the best he's like you want you can't just like the minute we get too oversensitive is like when we stop focusing on inclusion and everything becomes bland and banal so we want to like you know what I mean so like if we need to keep stories a certain way because like that's the art that helped us get where we are today let's say what helped we grew that's how we are here so I do I could see both sides of the fence I think it's just gonna have to be a matter of it coming out and then us reacting Right. And, and again, what they're doing with um, Poor Unfortunate Souls is the whole is is the bit about um, um, men wanting women not to talk, blah, 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 blah. Like it's a social commentary. Like you have to have mm-hmm. to remember when this story is taking place. Like that is mm-hmm. a real thing. Um, but maybe we're, 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 we're being too um, intricate in how we analyze this, the lyrics and and mm-hmm. the, the story it's for kids you want to teach kids the right way fine i get it um but it's been around for so long are we going to sing the new lyrics or are we going to sing the um original i uh, see here's the thing even that the, what you just said made me think of so tangled mother gothel she makes rapunzel sound like incompetent because she's a woman so like should we change the lyrics to that you know what i mean like is it like yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's too much. I personally think it's too much. However, if it's done in a tasteful way and, it, and if it like is done well, maybe. Who, who, I don't know. I can't answer that yet. I have to see it first. Are you getting um, Melissa McCarthy, Ursula look tra- um, commissioned yet? Um, no. I'm. You see, here's the thing when it comes to Disney villains, I'm much more of a Corella. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I'm not much of an Ursula. I'm much more of a Cruella. Now, now, However, OG Cruella or uh, Emma Stone Cruella? OG Cruella, not okay. no OG Cruella. Like, please, but um, no, I could. Again, it's one of those things I'm gonna have to see because the clips that I've seen, whoever did her eyebrow coverage needs to get fired. That's all <laughs> I'm saying so far. That's all I can say because that's all I've seen. All right. Well, Little Mermaid coming out very soon. Maybe we'll talk about it on the podcast. We'll see. Final topic. Um, speaking of movies, come on, Barbie, let's go party. A new mm. teaser trailer for the live action Barbie film has been released, and we now have seen more of the characters in action, and the memes are alive and kicking. Alongside the trailer, character portraits revealed more cast members, including Simu Liu, Will Ferrell, Shuti Gatwa, Michael Sarah, Nicola Coughlin, Issa Rae, and Kate McKinnon. Oh, and if you thought those portraits were really cool, don't worry, there's a Barbie selfie AI that can put you into the action like you're in the movie. Did you try it? Zalika, yeah, this Barbie is... Uh, I did this Barbie as horny. Uh, shocker. Groundbreaking. No, I, I made one for me and I made one for Vixen and I made them both. These Barbies are horny. Just as a joke. Um, just to see if it would do it and it did. But yeah, I'm so fucking excited. This movie is going to be so camp, so good. At least that's what the trailer is giving us. I hope they commit to the full campy. And also, all of the... Okay, so I know you probably already have gotten gathered this, but I'm bringing it up because this is my most excited part. 
if they're doing what I think they're doing, because they alluded a lot in the, the background to it being like very Wizard of Oz inspired. So if it is a full like, they go to, instead of going to Oz, they go to the real world and it's very like all of Wizard of Oz, I think I may lose my shit. Yeah, so the plot has been has not been revealed by viewers of the trailer. Mm-hmm. Believe the plot will rock our world as it appears. Barbie and Ken might end up in the real world. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm I'm very excited. Like this looks very camp. There has been an article I haven't fully read it yet. Um, that uh, Amy Schumer was apparently attached to the project to play Barbie mm-hmm. and did not like the direction it was going. Um, so she pulled out. And I feel like knowing who replaced her, it's a completely different movie. Um, mm. I don't know how you go from Amy Schumer to Margot Robbie, um, but go off this, Greta, do what you got to do. But I think this is a really, really fun movie that mm. has gotten people so excited. But as far as an ad campaign, how brilliant was that? So easy, so genius, so smart. Incredible. And then um, the article that you're talking about, I couldn't imagine it, imagine it the other way because apparently she wanted Barbie to be a Venter Barbie or something and she wanted to like be an inventor and like it would have been a totally different storyline whereas this one I also think Margot Robbie's better for the role because even what she did with um Harley Quinn for Suicide Squad like she gets camp she gets the cast yes. ready she gets like committing so I'm very 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 Amy Schumer would have just made it like sarcastic as fuck which could have been funny but like for the Barbie, like this is much more chef's kiss. Yeah, I I think this is really great casting. I think Margot Robbie is one of the um best actresses of this new generation. I think she's gonna be a superstar. Um mm-hmm. I haven't seen her in anything that she hasn't been good in. Mm-hmm. She's been in some clunkers. Mm-hmm. She's that good. Um what other toys do you think deserve the movie treatment? Um <coughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm gonna say Easy Bake, but that'd be dumb. That'd be funny, though. I don't know. Maybe Light no. Bright. Light Bright. That could be like the cube, but with lights, and everyone's dying because of the pokey piggy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, who is it? Oh, Polly Pocket. Maybe that could be fun. Polly Pocket. Okay. How about Strawberry Shortcake? Strawberry Shortcake. That Cabbage could be a Patch Kids. The Winnie the Pooh horror movie is going to come out soon. I haven't seen that. That is true. Um, obviously, we've, we we are not talking about it. Um, I don't care to watch it. We have the Mario movie. Um, no, no. Um, Apple TV Plus has the Tetris movie, which There's I really do want to watch. Movie? Yes, it's about the um, the journey of put, making Tetris a game. It's like okay. this Russian spy thriller. It looks so fucking good. Um it looks so good. Uh, I also love Tetris. But I, I, you know what? We are getting to this point where nostalgia is taking over. We are going mm-hmm. to get these films based on things from our childhood. Um, will it make us feel old? Absolutely. But there's, mm-hmm. there, there's something about our childhood that, um, especially in these times nowadays, we kind of have to fall back on because that was our moment of innocence and our innocence has kind of been stolen from us. Mm-hmm. 100%. Isn't there another movie, a horror movie coming out that all the gays are excited about? Um, I mean, everyone's excited about Cocaine Bear. That's not really a horror movie. No. No, there's another movie. It's two movies that they announced Barbie movie and another movie, and they're like two ends of the gay spectrum. I don't know. I'll think about it, and then I'll yell it later. 
Um, but Barbie, can't wait to see it. Maybe we'll have to have a um, a, a way for us to all go see it and, and then talk about it on the pod because people are going to talk about it and we might as well be with the trends, even though you hate being with trends. I li- Listen, I like, okay, I could be on a trend. I'm a trendful person, but it's just when it gets overly hyped, I'm like, do I really need to be interested? That's fair. That's fair. What are you looking forward to next week? Um, I am looking forward to, I have a lot of personal stuff that I'm looking forward to, but like big stuff that's like the movie pictures and the TV shows and shit. I may see the new screen movie. I haven't seen it yet. Not because I, I didn't want to see it. I haven't seen it either. I am a huge horror movie fan. So Scream, I'm very excited for. That's probably something I'm going to do next week. Yeah, what are I you excited for? The only thing I'm really looking forward to this week is just the end of season 15 of Drag Race. Well, I mean, oh, that's going to be really fun. I'm, host, I'm co-hosting slash performing at All Night Skate for that. That's going to be fun. I, For me, it's been a good season, but I... 16 episodes is too long. It, it, 12 is Way the max long. you can do for a season. I'm telling you, watching all the international seasons... 10 is the sweet spot 12 is perfect um 16 you're dragging it out and and having a cast of 16 and not giving like three of the cast members any fucking spotlight time in the reunion do better do better yeah the reunion felt really awkward especially because it was like two hours long yeah like there were moments you could have been like hey jacks we're talking about picks and stuff in, in the um, Lala Perusa. How did you feel about um, not being picked? <laughs> what? Come on. Yeah, great. Everyone still thinks you'll be um, uh, mistress, but it doesn't matter because you were still eliminated. No one cares right now. Like it, it was just weird. And then the whole poppy thing. Let her announce it if she's not going to do drag anymore. Let it make it make you in a moment. Let Or let t- have Ruse be like, no, stick with it. Like, ugh whatever you'll hear my recap about it later this week is she really quitting drag or is she making fun of the fact that she said she wanted to quit drag i don't know the article she did with entertainment weekly makes it feel like she's going to be stepping away a little bit to focus more on production things but um Mm -hmm. hey i'll see her at DragCon. i'll find out please will do all right where can we find you on social media and venmo and any more projects you want to plug you can find me on social media at Zalika NYC. That is Z is in zebra, A is in anal, L is in looking, I is in incest, K is in kangaroo, A is in alphabet, NYC like the city we are in. My Venmo is tip the drag queen, tip like my PP, the drag queen like my job. I have so many new projects coming up that I'm so fucking excited about, but the old ones are still there. Like Hot Mess is the 26th this month, and it's the first ever Paris team duo thing. So they're all going to be in duos. It's going to be so exciting. Um, next month, my newest show, The Six Head World Review, will be back on the 22nd, and then we are doing a deep dive into The Simpsons, and it's a show where it's basically just like the TV show on Daria, where we take drag and we do acts about things that are really fucked and wrong with the world in a campy way, and then the second set, we do performances that are therapeutic to us and explain shit that we've gone through, and have like a little interview moment. It's really fun. It's really cute. That's at Purgatory BK. Um, I have some other projects that I just found out about last night that I'm very, very excited about that I can't talk about, but follow me on Instagram and you'll know them before they ever happen. Amazing. Well, thank you for being here. Until next time. Until next time. <laughs> <laughs>